Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Well, you're going to want to make sure that you're dressed these days when you're yep. going outside. Uh, otherwise, you're going to get uh, mosquito bites in uh, all sorts of unfortunate, uh, unfortunate places. places. And it's probably going to happen anyway, even uh, if you're fully dressed uh, with the amount of bugs that are out there. The, that heavy rain that we saw at the end of June, we were warned mm-hmm. it was going to trigger a mosquito boom. And it seems to be here. We want to find out more with Mike Jenkins, uh, Mike Jenkins, who is the uh, pest management coordinator with the city of Edmonton. Hey, Mike, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, a whole lot of buzzing, slapping, and swearing going on <laughs> out there. Yeah. A big question for most people is how long does this continue for? Uh, a lot of it depends on how hot and dry it is. Um, if really hot, dry conditions uh, means the mosquitoes burn out quickly. Um, hot and humid means they can last a bit longer. Mm. Uh, but we've also had additional rainfall. Uh, since the, the last couple of days, we had uh, quite a bit of uh, additional rain. That's actually triggered more hatching. So there's another wave uh, kind of on their way. Uh, yep. So we're out there treating those ones, but uh, we're, we're expecting that uh, we're going to have mosquitoes for at least a little while. Yeah, when we were talking with your uh, with your colleague, Sarah McPike, not too long ago, uh, after those big rains, she had said, you know, it would take another kind of big rain to trigger another batch, <laughs> but we got enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, that last rainfall was definitely enough to trigger some additional hatching, especially in roadside ditch habitat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going after and treating that, but uh, we are expecting to see more mosquitoes coming from those. So, Mike, how do these little jerks work? Uh, <laughs> so is there buzzing around here? Are they laying eggs? Like how quick is the cycle? How quick is the turnaround from when there's uh, a hatch to more eggs being laid? Yeah, it depends on the species, uh, but many of the species that are out now are uh, what's called uh, multivolting. They have multiple generations per year. So they go out, they get uh, blood meal, they turn that blood meal into protein uh, and are use that to lay more eggs. They'll lay those eggs on the edge of a, a temporary body of water, uh, and they can sit there and basically wait until the next rainfall. Uh, so it, the next rainfall might be in a few days, could be a couple of weeks, it could be five to 10 years. Those eggs can just sit there waiting until that, that happens, that activates the eggs and uh, the whole cycle starts over again. Mm-hmm. From there, uh, they if it's warm enough, uh, they can go through from egg to uh, emerging as an adult in about a week. Wow. Um, so yeah, uh, after they lays the egg, it could be a week later we get a mosquito, it could be 10 years later we get a mosquito. Oh wow, isn't that <laughs> something else? I mean, gosh, you can't just get rid of these things. Uh, and again, I know that they're pollinators, so we'll just we'll leave it <laughs> we'll leave it at that one. And you know, my my tomato plants are happy about that. Uh, Mike, when we ta- take a look at what kinds of um, specifically what kinds of mosquitoes that we're seeing here in Edmonton, what are they right now? The ones we're seeing now are mostly our typical Edmonton okay. uh, summer mosquito. The active at dawn and dusk little stealthy ankle biter called 80s vexans uh, sometimes called the vexing mosquito or the floodwater mosquito and yeah they're the ones that take advantage of those temporary habitats develop really huge numbers really quickly um, but we have about 30 or so other species of mosquito in the Edmonton area uh, and one of the ones that just showed up in the last few years uh, Culex pipiens actually takes advantage of um, container habitats they'll lay a raft of eggs on a existing body of water those hatch almost immediately and they can very quickly become uh, mosquitoes and uh, they're developing in backyards and eaves troughs and old tires uh, 
rain barrels, things along those lines. Uh, and so this is something we haven't really had in Edmonton before, is that kind of development in those sort of habitats. So it is important to go out there, check your backyards, make sure that any of those sorts of habitats are taken care of. There's no water standing in them. Uh, wash out your bird baths, all those sorts of things, uh, because those are now a development site for mosquitoes. Uh, I know there was a lot of controversy over, you know, stopping certain ways of, of treating this, like the aerial spraying program. So uh, just tell us what you're able to do. Like you said, you, you're going out and you're treating some areas. You do Just uh, let our listeners know what you are able to do and how effective it is. Yeah, so we no longer have the helicopter program, but we still have a robust ground and ditch program. In particular, the roadside ditch program uh, where we're uh, driving in trucks and going out and treating the temporary development habitat that exists along uh, roadways, especially in the rural areas right around the city. Uh, We have hundreds, possibly thousands of kilometers of uh, mosquito development habitat that uh, every time it rains, it fills up with uh, water from in those ditches and is a superb uh, habitat for mosquitoes, large numbers of uh, larvae are developing in those, and so treating those uh, gives us a really effective means of reducing the mosquito population. Uh, We're also treating ground areas, especially within the city, uh, in ravines, in parks, in uh, fields where those temporary habitats are developing, Uh, and those are the ones that are closer to residential areas, closer to uh, sports fields, things like that, and reducing those numbers as well. Uh, So it's hard to say exactly what the effect on the population population is because we don't have a control population to compare to. Uh, but uh, in general, the traps inside the city uh, capture about uh, a third of the amount of mosquitoes that we get outside of the program. Uh, so it seems to be relatively effective at uh, uh, reducing those biting numbers. Mike Jenkins is Pest Management Coordinator with the City of Edmonton. Mike, when you talked about um, you know what people can do around their own yards and talking about washing out bird baths, making sure that you know if you have a wheelbarrow that it's dumped out. When, when you talk about washing out though, is it in just a hose with a strong spray? Do I need to put anything else there like soap or something in there? Uh, no, uh, for a lot of those, if you're washing it out regularly, uh, as long as the mosquitoes don't have time to develop, um, that will be effective, uh, especially things like bird baths. If you just wash it out, you're going to wash out the eggs and the larvae, uh, and they're not going to be able to develop in those uh, habitats. So you don't need to add anything to it. Uh, in other cases, things like rain barrels, you might want to put a screen over top yeah. of it just to keep the mosquitoes out so they can't get in there and lay those rafts of eggs because uh, it's not really practical. The whole purpose of having rain barrels to keep the water. So you don't want to mm-hmm. uh, uh, get rid of that water right away. Uh, so you don't necessarily need to treat it, but there are products, uh, basically the same stuff that we use uh, in uh, the program uh, that you can use to treat those uh, if it's not a, a place you can screen or get rid of the water. Um, but in general, as long as you rinse that water out, it's all good. Okay. I'd always thought the eggs could uh, survive in the grass as well. So if you spray them out of the bird bath and they land on the grass, can they survive in that environment? Uh, those particular eggs, because it's the raft that was laid on the water, those ones are not resistant to desiccation. They can't survive the same way that those floodwater uh, eggs that mm-hmm. were, were laid on the edge of the pond were. So... Uh, they they should be good. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing today. I'm cleaning out the bird baths. <laughs> and uh, remember to keep doing that. Uh, the Kilicipians uh, in particular uh, doesn't necessarily need rainfall. As long as there's water there, they can still continue their, their development. Okay, good to know. Good stuff. Mike, thanks so much for uh, your insight. Uh, happy slapping to you. <laughs> happy slapping to you as well. All right, All right. Mike Jenkins checking in this morning. Yeah, just, I've got two bird baths at the front of the house.
that I've been mm-hmm. looking at, and actually a wheelbarrow in the back of the house that isn't tipped over either. Well, so. and you know what? For the birds, give them some fresh water. Well, you know, they get some fresh water to bath in. That's a nice thing to do for them. I had a family of blue jays at uh, the oh. bird bath the other day. See, I, I'm an Ontario girl, so I love blue jays. Oh, they're obnoxious. Magpies are obnoxious. No, magpies are in formal wear, and blue jays <laughs> are the same bird. They're just wearing a bad powder blue tuxedo from the late ah, 70s. And see, being an Ontario kid, I, I see it the other way around and so when I see the blue jays come come around I'm I'm, I'm thrilled what I don't what I don't see here is cardinals no, no, we don't have, I don't think we have any cardinals yeah. here but the blue jays they're they're just as evil they will go and raid the nests of pretty songbirds they are also serial killers in tuxedos just bad tuxedos with ruffles <laughs> from and the blue. 1970s yeah from the 1970s <laughs> listening to yacht rock <laughs> <laughs> exactly the magpies are listening to metal and the blue jays are on and yacht, yacht rock, rock. <laughs> love it it's 714 uh, we'll take a break here move back right after this so keep on rocking me This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. As we often do during the commercial break, we hear something and we start yipping at each other because mm. uh, that's fun to do. So we're talking about music and, and, and you know, and... You know, lots of lots of things. And well, which was the better de- decade? Sarah said she was buying a Nirvana uh, T-shirt Sweat, or sweatshirt or something like that. And, and so I think I, I've made it perfectly clear my my opinions on Nirvana. You don't like? Uh, you're not a fan. No, no, I'm not a fan at all, and I believe that they were the start of the end of one of the greatest music decades around, and that was the 80s. That's Okay, now you've changed it from (laughs) the greatest decade of music to one of, and I will accept maybe that one of. I'll say D. No, it's the 70s. I will say D. 70s kicks the crap out of the 80s. 80s covered so much ground, so many different kinds of music. Of garbage, yeah, yeah, different types of garbage. Mm. It It wasn't being separated into recycling bins. At that point, it was just all lumped together. Mm-hmm. But that's just a personal opinion. We're that's allowed right. to have We're differing to have views on things, right? Makes the world go round. One thing you do not have a differing view on is don't throw stuff at a musician who's on the stage. Uh, underwear, maybe soft underwear. Okay, that's still gross, but it's not going to hurt anybody. Either. But we've had a number of instances in the last little while where performers have been hit by anything from cell phones. Uh, you'd mentioned one earlier today that somebody threw up a bag of ashes of their parents. Yeah, at a Pink concert, this woman you know, threw up uh, her mom's ashes on stage, and Pink was like, what is this? But I guess her mom was a, was a big Pink fan. Fan, so yeah, but she said when she got to go to that's just gross. Like, just don't. I I, I don't know where kind of that. Co- <laughs> I was just going to say I don't know where common sense has gone. Well, eh. <laughs> uh, anyway, but Miranda Lambert uh, just the other night uh, stopped uh, in the middle of a song because some fans were taking a picture in the front of the stage with her behind, and she's like, "Come on, y'all! Like, uh, I was." We're singing a song here. Let's focus on the music. And so, the, you know, the, the argument came. So that's not throwing something, but it is potentially disrupting the show. But is it? Does 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 a, a ticket buyer have the right to enjoy the concert however they bloody well want to, even if it annoys the artist? 
do they? Or, you know, was Miranda or Lambert in the right or in the wrong for calling out these people for getting out the picture? Now, it depends on who you listen to about what it was. The women yeah. who were in the picture said it was like 30 seconds. We just, the lighting wasn't good earlier. We wanted it at this point. That was all. And then we got called out like we were a bunch of kids in high school. Someone else was saying that they had been taking multiple pictures, mm-hmm. lots of light, ignoring, laughing, just not even paying attention to the concert. And that Miranda Lambert at one point just finally had enough and said, just stop. And I, and I, and I do think that... Um you know, once it starts, where do you where do you where do you stop? You you're probably you know showing others people that we can that they can do it. Then get up there, and then you have this steady stream of people doing this mm. potentially, which I think is uh, is a challenge. And it would be I, I'd be I'd be a little ticked off if that was going on in in front of me for an entire or for the better part of a concert. Yeah. So concert etiquette. What do you think? We did get one in earlier. Lauren uh, said that they mm-hmm. went to, to the the outdoor comedy festival on the weekend to, and saw Bill Burr on Sunday night, uh, and they said that. In that one, as so many concerts mm-hmm. now do, you have to take your cell phone, you put it in a locked bag that you can then carry with you, and you can only unlock it in a certain area. If you need to use it, you can, yeah. but you have to go into this certain area to do it. There's a lot of artists who are doing that now. They don't want the flashes, but they also don't want somebody videotaping their 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 show and then having a you know a crappy quality version of their show being out there. Or you know, in some cases, the comedians they don't want to, well. you know. They, they have their routine. They don't want exactly. to just, you know, they, exactly. some of the jokes you want to hear for the first time, I, not I'm, multiples. I've never I've never been to a concert yet or an event yet where um, I've had to put my, my cell phone, you know, tuck it yeah. away in one of those bags. I've, I've seen it advertised or seen it uh, that y- in many cases that you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have no problem with that, you know, whatever. It's, but so many people live their lives now through their phone. Now, you can, you can argue that maybe they shouldn't or you don't think that they should, but it's also their choice to be able to so you know at what point i guess if you don't like it don't go to the show what's the balance if you pay a few hundred or whatever dollars to go see a show and you want to have a picture taken at the show um you know a lot of people say that would be your darn darn right and 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 artists should be supporting their fans uh in that in that way but i do get the disruption and does it does it irritate other members of the audience because yes. they also paid for their tickets so there yeah. was a concert a chris stapleton concert uh, last year got to go to that and there were some individuals couple of rows down and to the left they were having a great time, mm-hmm. right? But they were making so they were so loud that it actually it took and distracting, and they were just having a party in the scene. I don't think they even cared who was up on stage, mm. and so that drove more than a few of the music fans around yep. them nuts because they were they were sidetracking everything else. Well, that I find irritating. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's being uh, being aware of your uh, of the situation that Read you're in. Read, Read the room. room? Huh? Um, I was at a Blake Shelton concert, to, you know, a few years. Back and, and surrounded, you know, folk by folks just like that, and it got to the point where uh, Coach and I, there was the, the party kind, of, the party people on either side of us or in front and behind us, and they were passing beers back and forth over my head. To, at one point, I looked at yeah, them and I said, know. "If you spill that on me, there's." There's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. And guess what happened? Of course they spilled it. They spilled it. And uh, actually security saw it. Uh, I didn't say anything at that time because security was right around and keeping an eye on thing. And a couple of them were escorted out. Mm. Yeah. Don't be passing beers over my head. No. Because you know sooner or later something's going to mm-hmm. happen. Hey, if you want to dive in on the text line, if you're interested in this, if you've had some experiences, what do you think about concert etiquette? 780-496-0063. 
by the way, through the text line, uh, somebody supporting your Blue Jays. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking the baseball version, <laughs> right? Uh, so from this one, it says, Blue Jays get rid of the crows and the magpies. They're not a songbird, but they keep those terrorist birds in check. There you go. I disagree because it's all part and parcel. You know, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Nah, they're all lumped into the same bunch. But they're very, very pretty. Ah, pretty. Always get away with pretty.